Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. Our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue. Burn Pit BBQ. Bringing you this segment. Appreciate them. And uh, I, I was I was out yesterday, and it was uh, close, it was like 48 degrees, and we're sitting here talking about spring and summer, and you could see some of the ice on the water in Okachi Lake starting to you know melt away, and now the water's visible, and we're like ah oh, springtime, and I'm like keep just uh, hold hold slow your roll, slow your roll, because we know we're not there yet. The one good thing that I love to do year round, regardless of the time of year, and that is grill and uh, still get outside to the tiki bar and open up the the grill out there and I use burn pit all the, all the time. And I can, the best part about it is I can still use it even doing the diet stuff. I can still use some of the sauces and some of the rubs and, you know, some of the meats and proteins that you can have. And it, it's, it's great stuff. So uh, keep checking out our friends at burnpitbbq.com. dieting or not dieting. They have really good stuff and they're veteran owned right here in our own backyard. Again, go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. burnpitbbq.com. Dot, uh, dot com. Um, oh, my God. I got uh, William going back and talking about how Pac- the Packers got lucky in their Super Bowl win. Rodgers wouldn't have a touchdown or wouldn't have a ring. He'd be Marino and on and on. Oh, my God. What, a, what an absolutely dumbass take. Just anything to knock at this point to knock. I, I just I can't. Sometimes you guys, you just there, there's the haters and then there's just the idiots, and then there's people that bring it to you. It is what it is. Uh, Tom says you're officially full of blank, Bill. I have lived in the States for 56 years and have never heard of that pastry. <laughs> then, Tom, I don't know what to tell you. I will say, Bill, someone uh, close to the show, let's say, has reached out and said that he has also not heard of them before. Uh, Poonchkis are like, they sit uh, every Fat Tuesday, like every television station has somebody at a Poonchki place where they're making them to tell you how many they are and where they're going out to. I don't know how you'd be like not knowing what the Danish Kringle is. In this day, am I like wrong here? So to say I'm full of stuff? No, I'm not. I, I It was one of those things, it, it's been around for forever. And the Poonskis, uh, they say, well, maybe they're more of a Milwaukee thing. I don't know. I've known about them for a long time. You know, it is what it is. I don't know. I've known about these. I knew about them when I was living in Cincinnati growing up. And then when I moved here, it was like double down on it. Like everybody knew, you know, so I, I don't, you know, who cares? Um, yeah, Pac-Fan says we have them, I have them up in Marinette County. It is a Polish thing, yeah. Oh, quick, trip will, quick Trip will have them, absolutely. They'll be in Quick Trips, too. It could easily be my fault, as many things are. Um, <laughs> I I do wonder why people spell donuts D-O-N-U-T it's, as opposed to D-O-U-G-H-N-U-T. That's yeah. always aggravated me. Yeah. it's uh, And they're just jelly-filled donuts. That's all they are. They so, just call them poochies. So it's like a beignet. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what else do we have here? Let's see here. Um, I don't want to get into all of that. People drinking and stuff. Um, William says, it's not hate if it's true. Take away garbage time touchdowns in 2016-2019, the NFC Championship games. He's been absolutely awful in all five. 
Well, take away the, take away the ring, and he doesn't have a championship. That's a dumb take. That's a, well, then take away the bad defense. Take away the Bostic uh, screw-up. Take away Julius Peppers. Tell, tell Morgan and Burnett to go down, and then he should have another ring. So let's add one on. Let's do that, okay? Let's let's just let's just make stuff up and take that away, okay? It just it, whatever. You'll twist anything to make it seem right. It is what it is. You can't get around it. That's it. He's not winning a Super Bowl with anybody. Pure fear porn. They said the same thing about Brady when he went to Tampa Bay, that he wasn't going to win there. He wasn't going to win without Bill Belichick, and he did. You don't know until you know. Rodgers has a ring. Live with it. Uh, Let's see here. What else do we have? I just love the people that make the excuses. Just make stuff up to make a point that's, you know, I don't even, I can't even fathom it anymore. I don't even know what to tell you. Um, Oh, here we go. Eric says he's got from WBAY. Diets take a break as Northeast Wisconsin enjoys Punchki Day. There you go. See, I'm not an idiot. Bite me. Uh, he had a 55 quarterback re, re, uh, against uh, Seattle, smart guy. Okay, so what? Played a really good defense, right? Okay, so what's that mean? Again, he, you know, it's like people rip him for the, the game against Tampa Bay. Wow, the NFC Championship game. Okay, well, they got there on a 108 quarterback rating the week before. Smart guy. Just, yeah, oh my God. It's all very healthy dialogue, it's, Bill. It's clearly. just, just really, just really, really dumb people. <laughs> it just is. Oh my goodness. You so, know, it's like you go back to, okay, when they, when they won the championship. Okay. Wow. God. Well, look what he did against the Bears. Well, the week prior to that, I mean, he had a quarterback rating of one thirty six point eight, if I'm not mistaken, against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles down in the Georgia Dome, a team that was supposed to just run all over them. Remember, they had James Starks running the football. That was it, James Starks. Rogers threw for three hundred sixty plus yards, I think, in that game. Three touchdowns, dissected. I think he only had like four or five incomplete passes, dissected that Atlanta team. You'll forget about that because then you'll say, wow, he only did this. Just, It's just some of the most, the stupidest things. Okay, you're right. Enjoy that. I, I just, I, you know, it's just embarrassing by what you just want to pull out to make a point. Well, he sucks because of this. Okay. You're right. Go back to that game against, uh, against Seattle. Russell Wilson, his if I remember correctly, Russell Wilson had a quarterback rating of like 40. Right? There you go. It took a trick play as well, don't forget, where I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan threw a touchdown pass in that game. Yeah, to their lineman on a fake right. field goal. Correct. Okay, there you go. Gotcha. <laughs> I just don't know what you want. Okay, let's go back. Let's think about this for a minute. Because if I remember correctly, didn't they play Dallas the week prior? 
They don't get to the NFC Championship game without Rodgers playing incredible because he played lights out against Dallas the week before. Right? Quarterback rating, I think it was like 120, 130. I can't remember. But he had, a, he had an incredible game. I don't know. Skip Bayless tends to think that gravity, uh, moving Mason Crosby's bar inside the field goal uprights, right. was the reason right. that they moved on. So he played incredible in that game. They don't get there without him. You're going to give him credit for that, or are you going to just take that away and say, oh, they never should have been there? I could, again, I can make an argument for everything you want to knock. I can make an argument. I can agree with you on a lot of points. You just can't agree that he's a good quarterback. You just think he sucks and need him to get out of here. And it's like you don't get there without him, dude. You just don't. Just admit you hate him and want to move on. That's it. And that's fine. Do you think Aaron uh, Rodgers know what a Pashki is? Uh, the Pashkis, yeah, I'm sure he probably does. I'm sure there's probably been more than a few delivered to Green Bay. Um, yeah, you know, Jake says over on Twitter, he says every grocery store with a bakery in it in Wisconsin has Punchki Day this time of year. Which, um, like I said, uh, we uh, tomorrow morning on just about every news station, you'll probably see. Uh, I can almost say, I can guarantee Fox 6 will either be at a bakery or they'll be at Greeby's, Greeby's Bakery, the main outlet over by in West Dallas near State Fair Park. Every, they'll all be there. I'll, they'll tell you how many poonchkis they're going to put together today, and it's going to be like 27 billion poonchkis are going out to all these different places. Everybody's eating one. Everybody's stuffing one in whatever orifice you have open. That's that's just what you do on poonchki day. It's going to happen. Mark my words. All right. Hand up. <laughs> my bad. Okay. Let's go to the phone calls. Let's talk to Chuck in Milwaukee. Chuck, how you doing today, man? Bring some sanity to the program. Yeah, okay. Uh, I felt in the beginning of the season, I don't know if you felt this way too, that, uh, well, back you go back into March uh, when Kansas City uh, got lost their receiver, and there was a two-week window there that three teams were trading back and forth getting receivers. Mm-hmm. And... What do the Green Packers, what the GM do? He takes some bum off the scrap heap, and that's supposed to be the most experienced receiver. Eight different teams in eight years. That's what I don't, I didn't take this guy serious about helping Rodgers out, helping his team out. It almost seemed like he wanted his team to fail and not getting a decent receiver. And then people complain, oh, well, Rodgers didn't come in to help the receivers. Why should Rodgers come in when he didn't get any help? Could babysit some receivers coming in? I don't think that well, was fair. Yeah, no, it is fair because he can't complain about not being on the same page with the young guys when he's not there to get on the same page with the young well, guys. Well, why he doesn't he give him a that. decent receiver? Gee, yeah, he didn't give him a decent receiver. Well, Sammy mama. Watkins, no, I agree with that, but they did everything else he wanted them to do. They they did what they could afford. Well, you come and sit, you lose somebody like Adams. The best receivers, and he brings some bum in. That's all well, he I, was. I, under, I understand that, but you're, you're talking about two different things. You're talking about so he's so he's pissed off. They brought in Sammy Watkins, therefore he shouldn't come in and work with anybody else. But he's the one that then complained that he wasn't on the same page with the young guys and couldn't get them up to speed. Which I appreciate the phone call was also due in part because, and remember, Sammy Watkins missed his signal from Rogers. 
in that game against Miami, he said, hey, I missed the jersey tug. I missed that. They, they didn't work a lot together. But remember, Christian Watson was banged up. Romeo Dubs ended up getting hurt. Watson went down again. But they did everything he, they, he wanted them to do. And here's the other thing. If you want to talk about bringing in a bum, they brought in what they could afford. Right? They brought in what they could afford. Because if it wasn't about the money, then why take all the money? Rodgers did that. Nobody else did. Nobody else said, hey, Aaron, we want to give you uh, only $10 million or 14 total. We need to get it down so we can bring in this, 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 and this. Rogers said, I remember, on Matt McAfee's show, said it's not $150 million, and he sniped at every media member that said it. And it turned out to be three years at $150 million. It was exactly what it was said it was going to be. And then he says at the end of the season, it's not about the money. Well, if it's not about the money, then why'd you take all the money? Are we sitting here today with this financial strap on this organization when if you take in less, it would have been a lot less and a lot easier to say, you know what, we're happy to run it back because we can get you more weapons, because we can do more, because we're going to have more cash. And instead, you want Bakhtiari, you don't want to let him go. So you got Bakhtiari making a lot of money. You got Elton Jenkins making a lot of money. You got Kenny Clark making a lot of money. You got the highest paid corner in the league making a lot of money. And oh, by the way, Rodgers is making 40 plus million dollars a year. There's all that money tied up in five guys. You don't want to let anybody go. You want your guys around you. You want to take all the money, but you're pissed off that the team go out, don't, uh, doesn't go out and get you a better bum. It works both ways. Eight seven seven. There you have it. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you. Bill Michael Show continues on 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, got a guy over on uh, the Bud Light live stream, the Navy Nugget. Uh, just saying I've had the same argument for the last seven weeks and it doesn't make me smart. Well, call, have some balls. Call up instead of making your 140-character Twitter comments and taking shots because it, it's like, what? Uh, what do you want me to say? Do I just agree with you because you're just, you know, whatever? It's like, you know, okay. I go back to the last comment, the last caller, who talked about um, the, the you know, uh, Gudikin's fault for getting Sammy Watkins. Yeah, they probably could have gone out. There were some others available. They probably could have gone out and got some other guys. I agree with that. I don't know if Sammy Watkins, it was obviously a fail. It was a bad choice, hindsight being what it is. But I also, I just, you know, it's just not easy to go out and just start buying guys when you're you're pretty much, they did a magnificent job, um, Gutekinds and, and Russ Ball last year, of putting all the contracts back. They, remember, they were like, how many millions of dollars? It was a crazy amount of money over the cap. And they were able to then cut away all of that, redo, redo contracts, and be able to get a decent team together. And we thought it was a decent team at the beginning of the year. And I think the defense did not play complimentary football. The, the offense never had an identity, never did. 
It never gained traction. Um, I think, it, and there's a lot of reasons for that. We've talked about that. It doesn't make, just because we've said it over and over, it doesn't make it less true. It's just, it's all true. It all played into it. But <laughs> you want to lay it all at Rogers' feet, and, and I understand that. He's the quarterback and gets most of the praise and probably gets most of the blame. But again, there were so many things that went into the failures of last season. And again, you're talking to somebody who's been hard, a lot harder than most on Aaron Rodgers. But I live in a reality. I don't live in this this make-believe world where everything just sucks because you got to look at it real so you understand what you need and what you need to move on. I don't think the Packers are really far away. I think their defense is probably three players away from being pretty good, above average. Uh, you need you need more depth in the trenches to help Kenny Clark. Uh, you need you really are relying on Rashawn Gary to come back and be Rashawn Gary. You're probably going to need some depth there. You're going to need another uh, another safety if Adrian Amos is gone, and you're not going to bring him back, which you would assume they're not. You're going to really need a good, hard hitting um, safety that's got speed and the ability to um, to cover and. You know, obviously the use of Darnell Savage Jr. differently. He's got to come back and play well. Stokes has got to come back and play well. And then you have your depth back there with Rasul Douglas and company. And I don't think you're far away. Now, are you going to be, you know, with Bosa coming off the edge like they did in San Francisco or TJ Watt or JJ for that matter in the heyday? No, they're not that. But you can be good. You can get enough pressure on a quarterback to make them make some mistakes. But where this defense needs to play is with a lead. Most defenses do, but this defense specifically has to play with a lead, which means you have to get better offensively. And if your offensive line is pretty much intact, you just need to find yourself a right tackle on a consistent, on a consistent level. Then you upgrade a tight end, you get yourself the right tackle, and to me, you draft more help at wide receiver. And you get another guy or two and see what you got, but I think you need at least one more veteran, but you just don't have a ton of money. That's part of the problem. But I don't think you're terribly far away. Let's go to Jeff. Uh, Jeff listening to us in West Salem. Jeff, how are you doing today, man? What's up? Very good. How are you today? I'm doing well. What's on your mind? Well, I'll just give you the take of many of my friends. I'll, I'll first of all tell you I'm not a Packers fan, but they're just sick of all the drama with Rodgers. It isn't even he sucks or he doesn't suck or anything. They're just tired of it all, and they're ready to move on, and they appreciate what they had. I And you were just saying, I don't think you're that far away. You've got a lot of good pieces there. Um, if you got a little more run-oriented with two very good running backs, you might be surprised how good you are. I don't think I agree with you. I don't think they're terribly far away now. Are they are they the Super Bowl contender? Probably not. But I, as we've seen in the postseason that damn near anything can happen. Uh, but you right. need you need that one guy to lead you. I don't know if it's going to be Jordan Love down the stretch or not. But I'll say this, that I, I think that they've got enough pieces there to be a viable team. I even think that they've got enough pieces there that if they upgraded some positions, they may be a 500 or better team. Even with Jordan Love, I think they've got enough around them. But it, this all is predicated upon this team has to play with a little bit of a lead. And I just don't know if they're going to do that on the consistent. You know what I mean? Yes. And I, I, I just think I'm just giving you the take from many of my friends 
and they're, they were all very big Rogers supporters, but they're just growing tired of it. The whole, it, it seems like that's all anybody talks about with the Packers around where we are. They don't even talk about, you have two great running backs. I think you have one of the more underrated tight ends when healthy. You have some good pieces on defense. You're talking to somebody who's not a Packers fan. I'm being mm-hmm. just brutally honest. And, uh, you know, all oh, this is Aaron Rodgers this and Aaron Rodgers that. And people are, many of my friends are just sick of them. I, and I think that's where a lot of people are. I appreciate the phone call. That I, I think it's not so much about the level of play. I think it's just they're the sick of the drama. It's just, it's antagonizing, and we've been through this. He didn't want to be the the, the Brett Favre of, you know, his era and his legacy and say, and it just has turned into that, for lack of a better term. It just has. Um, Wilson brought up a good point, though. He said, if Rodgers cannot raise the level of everybody around him, then you can't pay him as if you can. Um, that's, and I said that last year, that this you know, the, 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 the thought process in management is that for the high tide to raise all ships, you have to go down and get under the boats. You can't just come in and expect everybody to be at this level. And that's what has to happen. Rogers has to come in and get under the boats to then raise them up. You see guys raise their teams up. You saw Jalen Hurts do it. You saw Patrick Mahomes do it. You see Joe Burrow do it. Um, you know, all of that kind of stuff happens when leaders come in and say all right let's let's i'm going to get in the work with you i'm going to work with you on on making us better you know that type of thing uh jj said it's like waiting for a nasty divorce to end uh looking for the final court date but it's not a nasty divorce you know what i mean what that, that's a, i understand the statement because there's a perception becoming reality but ben you tell me where's the nasty in this and the only thing that's been stated was by Bob McGinn about the Packers are, quote, disgusted. Um, but where's the nasty in this? Has there been any nasty divorce? It hasn't been finger pointing. And as a matter of fact, I went over Gutekind's postseason presser, and I, he talks highly, glowingly about Aaron Rodgers. Nobody else has quoted anybody from the Packers since the end of the season, right? As far as I know. Correct. Sorry, I was I was so, answering a call about Poonchke. No, that's okay. It's a, but but I, I'm at a but, issue. But, <laughs> I'm uh no I I but agree. where's the nastiness in this? There's no nasty here. The only nastiness realistically is when Rogers goes on McAfee and takes shots at the stories that are written, which is like right. still not a big deal at all. It has nothing to right. do with the football, nor if it has it's nothing to do back. with the Packers. Right, yeah, the, I agree with you. The nasty I feel like is what the situation has done to the discussion surrounding the team. Right, like you're on one side or the other. Hmm. Yeah, I and again, I'm I don't look at it as the nasty. I just look at it as that there's a whole side of people, understandably, that are just tired of it. They're just they're looking at this like Aaron, just make a decision, man. This is not that difficult. You either want to come back and play and play for a championship and play for the money or you don't. And then others are like, give the guy some time. He's really good. He's a good quarterback. He's been a good leader. He's been good for the organization. The last couple of years have not been great. So understand where he's what's going on and, and go with that aspect of it. I, and I don't have a problem with that either. But it seems like it's, it's almost like it's political. It's kind of like either you're a Democrat or a Republican, and if you're not with me, I hate you. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute. It's just relax. 
you know? And here's the thing. When, let's say, Rodgers does decide to come back and does come back to the Green Bay Packers, first time he throws a touchdown pass, people are loving the guy. They're going crazy. He's back. He's back with a vengeance. He's back thinking that he wants to take this team to a new level and on and on and on, and people will love it. They'll be all over it. The only thing that would would turn people off is if he says, you know what, I'm not coming back. He gets traded away, and he has nothing but disparaging remarks about the organization on the way out the door. He just kind of burns the bridge. And I don't think he would do that. I just don't. I don't think he would do that. I yeah, just... I think he has. He's he's had nothing but kind things to say about the fans, about the organization, because he knows he's got a legacy here. You know, he's even said that's that no matter where I go or what happens down the road, this is home. He knows that. He's been good about that. So I'm. He's already the, said it like fifteen times on McAfee. right. I know they've even I, asked I him, and he's gone in depth. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, it's it's like yeah, I I think. You know, he understands. He, I. The only thing people are upset about is like the here we go again. Just make a decision, get it over with. Because the quicker you make one, the quicker this team can move, do things they need to do, set up things they need to set up, and uh, start to move in a direction that's for fans is going to put them in contention to possibly win a championship soon. <laughs> that's it. Other than that, nobody cares. That's it. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out, take a quick break, come back. Got a lot more to get to. A lot more to get to. Uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Dwayne's. D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's. Cover it all. Dwayne's covered all up in Wausau. Uh, I, I've been saying for a long time, Dwayne's stuff is fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic. Go to Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. We were out at Smoke on the Water yesterday, and they still have up the old Bayside canopy that's on the front of the building. It, I mean, it's hidden by the smoker. But it's still there from the old name of the place. And he said, yeah, I got to get that done. They're going to get they're going to give Dwayne a call because he did such a great job on so many other businesses throughout the state. It's not just boat covers and such. It's awnings. It's reupholstering office furniture, your furniture, uh, redoing gym equipment, whatever you need done. He can do. And yes, obviously, the bread and butter boats and such as well. Boat covers and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, call them 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119, or just follow them. D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's CoverItAll.com. You can follow them on Facebook as well. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Boy, if you uh, didn't get out over the weekend and enjoy a lot of the nice weather, oof, at least it gave you a little bit of maybe what's to come. I know our friends over at Stoley's Hog Alley and uh, old Stoles Old 109 up in Watertown both were cranking. I had some friends that were over there right after the uh, Mama Tried and Flat Out Friday events that took place in Milwaukee this weekend. But uh, Stoley's Hog Alley, boy, when you start talking about fish fries, they have that famous fish fry because they had that salted rye bread. So as we get into uh, the Mardi Gras season and then obviously into the Lenten season and everybody's doing fish fries, do not forget about one of the best around. That's our friends at Stoley's Hog Alley, newly renovated, beautiful place. And with that, one of the only places to serve that salted rye bread that everybody looks uh, forward to so much. So stop out there and uh, check out their fish fry. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You want to find us, uh, go ahead and give us a shout again, 877 877- 
867-1670. So if you want to get a, get a call in before we get out of here, by all means do so. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to also do the What Have We Missed? Our buddy Ben Kenny's going to chime in right now, though. Let's get back to the phone calls. Let's go to Tony listening to us in Sussex. Tony, how are you doing today, man? What's up? I'm doing good, Bill. You know, and I know everyone's upset, you know, wants to want some resolution real soon to the situation. But number one, we all knew that was coming and this was going to happen again. And I don't know. I don't buy this Bob McGinn story. I don't care how long he's been in the business and that. And I think possibly there could be maybe a little bit of truth that, but I can't believe the whole organization is it feels like that now, and all of a sudden they feel like this. And I think someone just spoke out of their mouth that shouldn't have been talking, number one, to him, and they said the wrong thing. Maybe that's that person's feelings, okay? But mm-hmm. I'm not buying any of it. I'm not buying any of it at all. And I'm not saying they're not going to trade him. I'm not saying they're not maybe looking for a trade, but being disgusted with him, that's nonsense, okay? I mean, any player, and I'm not defending what he did last year, but any player that maybe was in a, that's in a position that he was in last year, angry, you know, angry at his team, you know, not knowing if he's going to be with the team, they're going to skip mini camps. They're not going to come in early. They're not, they're, you know, they're going to do things like that, okay? And uh, I think people are... I don't know, maybe I'm one of a few, but I think people are way out of line to be judging him like that. I don't think I, you know, him. You know, no, I understand that. I appreciate the phone call. I look at it like if the organization, maybe what they're upset about is, if you go back to Brian Gudekin's comments when he said, we didn't make a one-year commitment. We weren't in this thing for one year. We're in this thing for many years. You know, if you look at that comment and take it on its face, maybe he's like, God, why are we doing this? He, he kept talking about it being mutual, and we've, we've done everything he wanted us to do. And for the most part, at least publicly spoken, right? They did everything he wanted them to do. And... You know, and, and then he says, well, it's got to be mutual, and he doesn't know if he feels mutual. And maybe they're like, what, what are you talking about? Why are you, why are you doing this? Why are you airing this kind of stuff when we've done everything, everything from backing it up monetarily to bringing in all the guys that you wanted? We did everything you wanted us to do. Maybe that's disgusting. Maybe they're kind of like disgusted with that whole, that whole uh, you know, line of thought. Okay, maybe I could see that. But the rest of it, eh, you know, I, I you know, it, it's, it's, um, it maybe that, maybe that part of it, but beyond that, I, it's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody is going to have to explain something at some point, you know, when it, because the questions are going to come up, you know, about, you know, is the organization truly disgusted with the way this was handled? And, and, you know, again, Let's put the the cap back on this thing because the only person that has spoken since the end of the season has been Aaron Rodgers. Nobody else has spoken. Nobody's quoted. There's no, you know, hey, a, a, you know, a whole lot of sources inside the Packers organization. No, nobody's really said that. The only one that said it was Bob, and Bob kind of combined that with his discussion with whomever and his thought. 
But other than that, Schefter hasn't, Rappaport hasn't, nobody else has. Nobody else has quoted anybody other than other people in the media. So that's why it's kind of like, okay, let's be honest about this. Nobody said anything derogatory. It's not this ugly, nasty divorce. The only thing that's become contentious is what side of fandom do you fall on? Jordan Love time or bring back Aaron Rodgers or don't divorce Aaron Rodgers in this particular way or the team sucks. They're pissed off that the team didn't win enough games last year. Well, you can't win with them. You're not going to be able to win. Okay. You know, okay. I understand all of that, but that's, that's more the argument. It's not about, it's not about Rodgers should he or shouldn't he or, Will he or will he not? I think it's just more just the aggravation of here you go again, you got to go through the waiting. Because let's be honest, had had Rodgers already made his decision and said, suppose he comes out and says, you know what, uh, I made my decision pretty much a couple of weeks ago, I'm ready to go. You know, I, I'm ready to, to come back. I, you know, look, uh, I'm not playing just for the money. I'm playing for legacy. I'm playing for a championship. I want to win, blah, blah, blah. All this is put to bed. The arguments pretty much end. Then it becomes, okay, what are they going to get in the draft? What's going to be available via free agency? What are they going to be able to afford? What contracts are they going to keep? What contracts are they going to, you know, not be able to keep? You know, players coming back, players. Not. That's where we'd be at. But because it's the same old, same old every day for seven weeks since Roger said, I'm going to take some time. You know, that's why I said, give it a month. Don't drag this out until the beginning of, of March. Give it a month. You You know, I mean, I've had people that have told me, look, I had one gentleman that wrote me an email that said, hey, I was, a, I was a police officer, and it took me about two or three years to make a decision on retirement. Usually, and I got a buddy of mine who's in the same situation, but if, if you're like him, what he's doing is he's this. He, this is what he's doing. He's like, if I could be done with the job today, I really enjoy doing my work, but I'm thinking about this. And everything that he's thinking about is monetarily. Okay, if I work till this, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this pension. If I invest a little bit more, I'm invested here, and then I do this. And okay, if I take this part-time job as a security consultant, I can retire and do this. So this is how much money I. We're all looking at it monetarily. What year do I retire? Because of the money and because of my vested interest. Rogers doesn't have that. If you woke up tomorrow, and you knew, regardless of whatever your decision would be. Whatever it is you do that you love, that you, you, you're taking care of, you will never have to worry about money the rest of your life. Do you want to come back and do it? You know. You, your decision's made. You know. You, you know it. You and I both know it. What are the rigors? What are the job? What's it going to entail? And you and I would probably look at it and go, well, we'd probably do it this way. You know, back during the lottery, when the lottery was up to a $1.2 you know, we all dreamed, you know, boy, if I hit that, man, you know, some of you would be like, Mike, drop, kiss my ass on the way out the door. You'd be sucking up the money the rest of your life, and you would never see another job the rest of your days. You would hire people for that. Me, I love doing what I'm doing. For me to walk away, it, it would probably take quite a bit. It would take quite a bit. Now, I'd still do my job. I may do it in different places, but I'd still do my job because I love it. I love doing what I'm doing. So if you love doing what you're doing, then it's not as easy just to walk away and say, I'm going to, you know, S-can it. But most of it comes down to the monetary decision. Rogers just wants to know if he just wants to go through the grind of getting his body back in shape. You know, and if he's going to work with the commitment. But if I'm sitting here playing for legacy, if I think, man, I got maybe two, three more years left in me. I'm a competitor. I want to do this. It's, it, to me, it's like a no-brainer. It's like, 
call the organization up, go, hey, let's do this. Let's work on my salary. Let's try to get some numbers down. Let's try to bring in some pieces. Let's get this thing done. You know, you still want me? Okay, great, because I want to be there. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. It's just, it's that simple to me. Maybe not to everybody, but to me it is. 877-867-1670. I think that's just where the fatigue is. That's it. That's it. The rest of it is Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to make a decision. You know why? Not yet. You know why? Why? Because he is an attention whore. He's a media mogul. He's a diva. He's every other you know, adjective that's been thrown out there because he can't stand not to be in the media. Okay. Maybe that's where the anger comes in. There you go. What did we miss today? We're going to talk about it when we come back. Oh, Stay tuned. So we got much. a whole lot, so much more, so much more. Stay tuned. We got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got to hit it. Speaking of a Mardi Gras and Poonchkeys and all that kind of good stuff, uh, this weekend, uh, heading up to the Four Seasons Island Resort, going to be there uh, arriving late Thursday night, early Friday, and uh, they got a big Mardi Gras party coming up this weekend, so I'll see you up there if you're going to head up to the Four Seasons Island Resort. Get a hold of our girl, Barb, B-A-R-B, get a hold of Barb, and uh, you can, uh, you know, call up and see what, uh, you know, what they have available, if they have stuff available, 715-938-5110. And if you mentioned you heard it here on this program, you get 15% off. 715-938-5110. Ask for Barb. 715-938-5110. Big Mardi Gras party going on this weekend. And uh, you got some snow coming up north. So if you're looking to maybe take the sleds up north, they have the pathways open. The uh, trails are open, so you can do that. But uh, we're going to head up and just enjoy ourselves. Looking forward to it this weekend. Take the uh, take the the family up for the Mardi Gras. Or you just go up, just the adults, and go up and hang out regardless. This weekend, coming up, Mardi Gras, dining specials, uh, food and beverage specials. It's going to be a big party. I'm, I'm, and the best part about it is you can just stay right there on the island. You don't have to worry about driving or anything. So head out, enjoy yourself uh, downstairs at the Boundary Waters Bar and Grill, the lounge upstairs, Diamond Club, whatever. Uh, eat, drink, be merry. And uh, if you really want to go do some things via the snow, head over to Pine Mountain Resort in the UP. It's not far away. It's about 20 minutes away, which is also a great place to go. But again, call Barb, 715-938-5110, 715-938-5110. right, um, let's see here. Uh, ben, what did we miss today? So I'm um, workshopping some music, just generally speaking, to get people in the mood to go about the rest of the day, as we've okay. obviously done it too. There's a lot of stuff. Some of it is substantive. Some of it is admittedly not. Uh, and at the top of the list, I thought it would lead the show today. We totally forgot to complain about the NBA All-Star game. It was <laughs> terrible. It was it's terrible. The, the the everything. I guess the slam dunk contest was like okay, but the the game it's like just oh. you don't yeah, it's just terrible. I, I don't even know how else to explain it. It's just it's just awful. Is that good enough? Yeah, yeah. Well, I like everybody else in the sporting world complains about it. I just like I didn't watch it, you know. No, I didn't either. I, I saw like three minutes, and then it was only because it was on at the bar. And I'm like, this is this is awful. I, you know, t- turn on something else. Uh, I'd rather watch curling. 
Oh my then god. Then watch the NBA. Bill, I was watching game. episodes of Our Planet last night. <laughs> which was which was awesome, but like I, I'm not gonna come into work today and complain about something I didn't watch. Because I didn't want to watch it. So I didn't. It's so simple. No one gets it. All right. Oh, okay. Um so there's that. Uh Daniel Jones apparently wants forty five million dollars a year. Okay. Um so somebody should first of all drug test him. And just leave it at that. He signed a new agent. That's one of the old, like, no one's ever told you no before. So you sign mm-hmm. a new agent to told you, to right. tell you yes, and they're like, oh, you're worth right. 40. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, you're you're worth that. You know, I think you are. And you look at the agent and say, would you pay me that? And it's like, no, no. I'd rather go out pantsless and slam an appendage in a car door than pay you $45 million a year, Daniel Jones. But that's just me. So... I knew not doing it. There's also a game that we could play maybe tomorrow of uh, okay. guess Deshaun Watson's cap hit next season. Oh my god! Because I saw it come across Twitter today, and it I, it's astronomical, obviously. Yeah, but we could play a little Price Is Right. Guess. Yeah, we could do. Uh, we could. We could. God, I just. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about that this morning too, because that just boy Jimmy Haslam just fell on his head when they gave him that money. He just couldn't be any stupid, and I'm just so glad it's the it's the Cleveland Browns. They just I'm just so glad it's the Cleveland Browns because they just will suck forever, just because. By the way, future Bucks owner Jimmy Haslam, that is. Yeah, uh, isn't this shot now? I, I I don't. Well, maybe I'll play it tomorrow, but I know it's over fifty. Yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. Okay. Have a little extended tease, and then the okay. last one. I, maybe it just hits home for me, but big time rule proposal changes in college football. They're trying to make mm-hmm. the games go faster, kind of like the MLB. And the ones right. that are under consideration that people are kind of on the same page about, number one, prohibiting consecutive timeouts, which the NFL does. So you I can't agree with that. call three in a row, as do I. Yeah. Number two, no untimed downs at the end of the first or third quarter, which we don't see that much. Yeah, I was going to say, like, who cares? I don't think. Um, if, th- I mean, if a, if a penalty happens on a play as time expires and you have to rerun the play. It's an untimed down. Right. But you're just switching sides of the field and then starting a new quarter. Anyway, uh, number three, the uh, clock runs now after first downs. Okay. Just keep keep the clock going unless there's a timeout called or an incomplete pass. Well, they usually reset the change and stop it until they do. And the last one is actually they're talking about running the clock on incompletions when the ball is spotted. Yeah, once you get the ball spotted and then starting the clock back up again, I'm good with that. On incompletions, though, that's where I draw the line. Um, I but it it would also save some of the ends of these games for being you know the last two minutes being 17 minutes. It's true. I have so, more elaborate thoughts on all of it, but we could do. Well, that we'll talk in, about that in the future. File it away. We've got plenty of time because God knows we're not going to hear anything from Rogers. So. Maybe uh, some Maybe it's some say he will be on tomorrow. Some say he won't be on tomorrow uh, with uh, McAfee. So we'll see. But uh, oh well. Good stuff today, though. Good stuff today. Until we chat again tomorrow, maybe things will come up that we can actually talk about something else. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Until we talk again, time for us to go. Have a go. Whoop. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.